Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, a podcast series brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Herb Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. Impacting Jamaica shines the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy. Is Impacting Jamaica. My name is John Myers. In this edition, we speak with Kimberly Stiff, Assistant Vice President of Marketing Communications at the Port Authority of Jamaica, PAJ. Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, Kimberly. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be here. The Port Authority of Jamaica recently undertook a $500 million upgrade of the Ocherius Fishing Village. Tell us how was it decided on and exactly what did the upgrade entail? The Ocherous Fishing Village is actually a key strategic development of the Port Authority of Jamaica. Um, the enhancement is a component of the overall development plan, which spans between Reynolds Pier and the Port Authority's cruise port terminal that's in Ocherous. I'm not sure if you or your listeners would be aware, but the fishing village had existed pre the present enhancements that one would experience if they visited the facility prior to our the development, the area was a little bit rundown. It was in a poor state, derelict buildings, not well kept. There was no formal arrangements. Illicit activities were being done there, etc. And this became um, a deterrent to, to visitors and the locals alike because of safety and security concerns. Because of the proximity, or I should say the location, as I had explained earlier, it is nestled between both ports. It became a concern for cruise interest and the cruise lines, they raised the matter saying that they thought that if we had enhanced the facility, created more of an inviting space, one which was perceived to be readily safe and accessible to visitors, it would really enhance our cruise product in Ocherios. And that was the underpinning um, premise for the whole development. Do you think you achieved your objective of transforming the location? Well, most definitely. The Ocherios Fishing Village, or I should say the new Ocherios Fishing Village, which is dubbed the ultimate chill spot, is um, a beautifully enhanced facility which has maintained the natural attributes of the area. So it had a spring and we, we maintain that. It still has the authentic rustic feel with the fishermen and their fishing boats alongside the beach. It has a lovely beach view. It has a nice pavilion that persons can sit and have a meal. They can lie with friends, just, just chill and enjoy the vibe and the scenery. And it's ideally welcoming to anyone, both visitors and locals alike. So it is a new state-of-the-art facility that is quite attractive, and we have received many commendations from persons, both locally and overseas, as well as cruise interests, in terms of the work which we have done, and we're quite pleased with the progress we have made with the development, and we continue to make. Describe for us exactly what was done. All right. Um, we created a, a mini complex that comprises of shops and restaurants. It has approximately eight shops offering food, art and craft, as well as convenience stores. 
as I mentioned earlier, there is a natural spring which is still located on the facility. There is an area where persons can go and purchase fish because um, the fishermen still, we still allow the fishermen to undertake their craft from the area. So we have an agreement with them. So you can, it's, it's, it's a little bit more of an inviting space for you to go and visit and purchase fish or seafood if you would like. We have a pavilion, as I had mentioned before, and persons can go and sit and enjoy the scenery and the view as well as have a meal. So we have created a space that has the amenities that would be necessary if you were to visit any kind of retail experience area. Bathrooms have been upgraded, parking facilities have been upgraded. The whole aesthetics of the place has been drastically improved and it's very inviting and welcoming just in look and feel, as well as the warmth of the people who are at the facility providing services. How many shops are at the location and um, what are the offerings? There are 18 shops. There are restaurants providing seafood. Um, there's some specialize in seafood, some specialize in breakfast items. Some provide everything natural, natural, or should I say vegetarian type cuisine, as well as local cuisine. So there is a mix, there's an array, there's something for everybody, as well as you may, there's, um, there's also a pastry offering, there's also a pastry shop offering um, sweets and treats. You may also purchase art and craft. So you have that retail experience offering as well. And there are also convenience stores, which you may get um, visiting tourists. They may need something in between cruise stops. So they are able to do so at a convenience store that is there. It also provides an opportunity to just chill, drink, have a drink and enjoy. The, the, the view is, is fantastic. As I said, it's a beachside attraction. So it's, it's a place that is safe and secure for persons to just go and hang out with their friends or family. So essentially you've added to the attractions that are available for persons to partake in in the Ocherous area. Well, it is an additional attraction. Yes, we have also created a safe space. As I said before, the concerns were that it was not formalized. So it kind of attracted persons who were peddling contraband and doing other activities which were not legal. So based on its proximity, that had that presented somewhat of a risk to the business. So we have sought to mitigate against that risk by providing an area that is safe and secure in which people can either walk through to go from port to port or they can visit to experience the retail space, the, the, the cuisine, the food, the art vibe. Given the nature of the type of activities that you mentioned that used to occur at the particular location before the upgrade, what did you do to, to get them to buy into the vision that you have for that particular location? First of all, Port Authority ensured that the original shop owners that were at the area were given first rights to access shops when the facility was upgraded. So the same persons who were there before are the same persons who are there now. These are typical average Jamaicans who we have given an opportunity to develop their businesses. We also invested in them. We provided trading courses. We provided... Um, support in terms of helping them to manage their businesses through sessions where they understand and we were they were made to understand proper financial management customer service etc we explained to them that if they maintain the facility it would redound well to their own business it would increase their profitability so 
it was a mutually beneficial understanding between both groups. So they understood what was at stake and how they would benefit. And um, they, they, there wasn't an issue. They immediately bought into the plan and they do like the place and they play their part in ensuring that it is kept well and maintained. Initially, there was a period, there was a grace period in which we allowed them to transition, understanding that before they, it was an informal arrangement. But however, sometime now there is a formalized rental agreement with all the shop owners and persons understand that they have to honor this agreement. And like with any other lease agreement, if you don't pay, there are consequences. So every, everyone understands what's at stake and more or less everyone has complied. The facility is situated in the heart of Ocherios and a, a great aspect of Jamaica's appeal to tourists is our authenticity in terms of our people and our culture and in order for us to continue or to maintain that appeal it was important for us to ensure that the community the persons who are indigenous to the area were kept so that they could bring to this facility that kind of vibe that kind of realness that kind of cultural experience and melting pot that would be created with them there in the space that tourists want to come and experience. Additionally, the PAJ also sought to strengthen the economic fabric within the community of Ocherios. Typically, most of the communities in which we operate, we try to provide some form of improvement and enhancement to the area so that the community members are able to benefit directly from the developments and the investments that we do make. So it was important for us to ensure that the community persons were able to benefit directly from this development and not other external investors. For those who have not yet visited, what would you say to them at this point? The facility is awesome. It offers the best in seafood. It offers the best in food in general. It offers an idyllic vibe, the best beachside view ever, as well as its ultimate place for you to chill and relax. It's not far from Kingston. It's less than a 40 minute drive. You come, you enjoy the appeal and the vibe of being out of town, relaxing on the North Coast, having a great meal, being able to, to vibe with friends and family. It's just an awesome overall experience. Are there any plans to do anything more with that particular location? Yeah, we're considering to what other kind of water activities can be added. So there are more offerings at the attraction itself. So if whether it is a mini boat ride or some kind of snorkeling activity, as I told you before, a natural spring runs through the facility, which we have maintained. Also a promenade is being, well, it's in its advanced stages now of completion that links both um, ports. So persons will be able to walk by and have um, an extended experience, extended view, they can come and shop. So we're trying to create a, entire experience along that coastline there for both locals and tourists it's very popular amongst locals i must say we have a few restaurants that are that are, that are very popular there they are they are, <laughs> they are what should i say you no know, superstars in their own right so the facility is well known um jungly seafood is is a is a staple in Ocho. so is lobster dave so it's a hit amongst locals and i'm quite sure it will be the same for visitors does the PAJ provide any form of support for them in terms of marketing? Yes, we, we, we market the facility. 
So that is our responsibility. And we also partner with shop owners on initiatives. They have done a few themed nights as well as specific events there to which we partner and provide support. From time to time, we will do um, various activities and events such as outside broadcasts, etc., to bring some visibility to the shops as well as to the facility. But by and large, we provide uh, marketing support in general for the fishing village on, on a whole, as well as individual shops that where the need may arise. Is the venue one which can host uh, entertainment events? So if, say, private uh, persons want to host events there, uh, can it facilitate? The facility allows for private events. So there is a rental package. We also allow photography. So wedding pictures are done there, photo shoots, birthdays, etc. special events. That's done at the facility as well. We're speaking with Kimberly Stiff, Assistant Vice President for Marketing Communications at the Port Authority of Jamaica. The Port Authority also did extensive work to develop a cruise port in Port Royal, as well as to rebuild the jetty that existed in the community. Tell us about that and exactly what was done. Typically, when we undertake any new development, we try and engage the community before we begin, sensitize them to the nature of the development, listen to their concerns, almost like a knowledge sharing experience to see or highlight any issues they have, how we may assist, and to just let them feel as if they are part of the whole enhancement of the area in which they live. When we were in the process of developing the Port Royal Cruise Port, we met with a few stakeholder groups, one of which were the fishermen in Port Royal, and they highlighted the fact that the jetty, which is very, very significant in their ability to undertake commercial activities was in a deplorable state of disrepair. As a result, we had our engineering team make an assessment and an evaluation, and um, they recognized that it was not only adversely impacting their ability to provide excursions as well as to fish, but also served as a hazard, a risk for general security and safety of persons who are using the area. Now, considering that we'd be having much more activity in Port Royal as a result of our two investments, both in the cruise port as well as Fort Charles, we believe that this would not only redound to the benefit of the community members, but also to us as visitors that would be engaging in the space would likely be using the area. So we were able to undertake the rehab, the total rehabilitation of the of the, the ferry pier, which is commonly referred to as the jetty there. It's from which persons who are going to the Keys or persons who also want to go to, to meet other yachts or to just facilitate the fishermen moving from place to place, as well as those persons who provide tours and excursion. That's where persons would start. That's where they would embark to start their journey. So it was very important for us to improve the area to ensure its safety. And it is something that would have benefited the community immensely as it impacted their ability to be commercially viable and enhance their economic opportunities. So the jetty, in essence, is an important economic enabler for Port Royal. Port Royal, yes, it is. For those who are not aware of the jetty, uh, can you tell us exactly where it's located and uh, describe for us how it looks now? It is located directly beside the police station in Port Royal or opposite the original Glorious. 
And for those persons who would have experienced the ferry service, the ferry ride when it was operational, that would have been the pier from which you would have embarked on the ferry. So it is directly in the heart of Port Royal. It now has smooth flooring and protective mechanisms to either side to ensure um, persons are aware of where they're stepping and uh, that they'll be able to move around without any hazard or any concerns about breakage or sharp objects being left around that would cause damage or injury. How does this fit in with your plans to establish uh, Port Royal and uh, Kingston in general as a cruise destination? Well, as I was explaining earlier, excursions are, are done. The residents of Port Royal, they provide excursions either to the Keys or just around the harbor from that area. So it will enable us to, be, to offer those kinds of attractions to visitors to the area, as well as there is being, there, there's a contemplation of resuming the first service from which it would embark, persons would embark from the jetty pier. So it would be useful to, to rehabilitate the, the, the facility. Well, it will it would um, augment the tourist offerings, but ideally it was really focused on enabling the commercial viability of the residents of Port Royal. That was the primary focus. But as I said, there are other benefits to the upgrade. They are grateful and appreciative of the that the repairs were done. It has benefited them immensely. They also are aware that they play their part in ensuring its maintenance and upkeep. So it's a partnership. But as I said before, they were severely impacted by not having the use of the fair. So now that it is back after the upgrade to facilitate their commercial activities, they're quite pleased and grateful. Kimberly Stiff, thank you for being with us on Impacting Jamaica. Thanks for having me. It was my pleasure. Impacting Jamaica was brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Harib Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or on Deezer. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy.